0: I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. The end of the Vietnam War in 1975 marked the start of a wave, an immigration wave from Vietnam to the United States. And like many who've experienced war, some Vietnamese now living in America don't like to talk about the past much. But one group of college students in California is trying to draw out some of those memories through a storytelling project. From station KPCC in Los Angeles, Roxandra Guidi has that story. We're at the University of California, Irvine, near Los Angeles, sitting in on a course called the Vietnamese American Experience. Professor Thuy Vo Dong holds class inside a temporary trailer on the overcrowded campus. It's a small, warm room. It makes you drowsy. Students are nodding off. Others didn't do their homework. What instance do you see? I can give you a little hint. Today, Professor Dang is discussing a short story she's assigned her students about a young Vietnamese refugee in America and his efforts to fit in. Dang asks questions, but the students keep quiet, maybe because the story seems foreign to many of them. They were all born in the United States. But Dang has figured out a way to wake her class up, getting students, many in the class are of Vietnamese descent, to turn to their own relatives for their stories. Sophomore Vince Vu was born in the States, but his parents came as refugees in 1975 during the first wave of Vietnamese migration after the Vietnam War and the fall of Saigon. Vu always wanted to interview his dad. In this class, he says, is the push to do just that. You know, at first it was easy because my parents are older and I think they wanted to get their story out somehow. The hard part was trying to get them to remember certain things, um, racial segregation, stuff like that, specific stories. Vu struggled to squeeze details from his dad, and he isn't the only one here trying to get older generations to open up, even if they've been living in the U.S. for decades. Even Professor Dang, who runs the university's Vietnamese American Oral History Project, finds it tough to get her dad to speak candidly about his life especially during wartime Vietnam. When it comes to private life and home space, that's where we see the silences and the ghostly haunting of the Vietnam War. Recent studies confirm that. Researchers at UC Irvine say that Vietnamese who came as political refugees suffer from higher rates of mental health problems than white Americans. Depression, anxiety, and a fear to get medical help can also run rampant among the older generations. If you think about you know refugee trauma and refugee experience, people have left everything behind and have um, you know gone through really terrifying experiences in order to build a new life, a better life and what that actually means is that the new home space that they create is really incompatible for these sorts of stories to emerge. But Dang says that young Vietnamese Americans want to hear these stories and that after they stop clamming up, older Vietnamese are eager to share. Around what age did you come to the United States? I came as about maybe 9 or 10 years old. 9 or 10? Yeah. Earlier this spring, student Andrew Lamb interviewed 40-year-old Christopher Fan, a local city council member, a lawyer, and a former Navy officer. I still remember my first time stepping in near the United States was in the dead of winter, and we had our first snowstorm. And um, it was just phenomenal, you know. I'd never seen snow in my entire life. That was awesome. Following oral history protocol, Lamb took field notes. He smiled for a majority of our conversation, Lamb wrote. And rather than an interview, it seemed more like a conversation amongst friends. Was there anything you missed from Vietnam? Oh, yes. I really missed the durian fruit. And I I don't know if you're familiar, Andrew, but durian is either very aromatic to some and very pungent to others. But uh, I am a huge fan of that, and I can eat, you know, Five, six, perhaps, in one sitting, if you would let me. Aren't they like this big? They are big. It's the specky fruit, right? Yes, 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 yes. yes. It's a smelly one. (laughs) In Fan's Oral History, he also talks about how he used to collect crickets as a young child in Vietnam and how he served as a Navy attorney in Fallujah, Iraq. He also talks about the Vietnam War, how his family's political involvement led to their persecution and the confiscation of their property, and what it means to him to be Vietnamese-American. The story archive is still growing. So far, it contains oral histories from Guyen Thi Han a great-grandmother in her 90s who trained female soldiers, Ha Bej Van, the head chef of a successful Vietnamese-French fusion restaurant in California, and Tang Ga Guyen, who escaped Vietnam by boat in 1982 and passed through refugee camps in Malaysia and the Philippines before arriving in the U.S., Many of the stories are told mixing Vietnamese and English and are now available online. For The World, I'm Ruxandra Guiri, Los Angeles. You can hear more of the Vietnamese oral histories collected by the students in California. We've posted a few at theworld.org.